fellow hooligans welcome back to another episode of the weaving words podcast uh we are back with another solo episode um because i have some fun stuff i kind of wanted to talk about um i was kind of racking my brains trying to figure out like what have i not talked about um you know i've talked about star wars a lot and i will even more in the future i've talked about green lantern i've talked about some of the anime that i like some of the books and i thought you know what one story trope that i like or one genre that i'm a big fan of is actually alternate history and i figured like oh well, i have i have a lot of alternate history stuff that i've you know kind of consumed media wise and i figured it'd be kind of cool to talk about them a little bit um there's one that i brought up recently with a customer at my shop and uh you know, I kind of wanted to look it up and I rewatched the episode and it still held up. It was just as cool as, you know, I thought it was when I was a kid. Um, and the episode for it was a episode for a cartoon that I loved growing up. It was called Big Guy and Rusty the Boy Robot. It used to be on Fox Kids. Um, I didn't know until recently um, that it was actually based off of a comic that Frank Miller wrote. Um published by dark horse and uh, initially started off as a big guy i believe and then big guy and rusty um the boy robot and the idea for the show is uh there's a you know mech suit called big guy um and everybody thinks it's an actual robot but it's you know piloted by a uh, lieutenant or whatever you know somebody in the military and um rusty is an actual android you know that was made a little you know and he's like a child he's he's young and he's learning stuff and uh they continue to let him believe that big guy's an actual robot. So they can kind of have him teach it, you know, be like a, a mentor, you know, a, a good kind of father figure um, or big brother type of uh, being in his life. And uh, the show just kind of revolves around their little adventures and fighting off these weird like octopus aliens and stuff. Uh, but there was one episode that I really liked and I, you know, I kind of had forgotten what it was about initially. Like I, I remember the gist of it, which again was alternate history. And uh, I told the customer that I was talking to about kind of what it was, what, what happened. And he's like, oh, I have to check that out now. So when I rewatched, I was like, oh, yeah, it's it's um a little this is a little bit more fresh in my mind. I'll, I'll talk about it right now. But what happens is uh the lieutenant or whatever that's on there, he's on a, a ship with the big guy suit on the ship as well and they're they're testing time travel technology basically and uh he's supposed to like travel you know through time and then come back after a certain amount of time well the little robot rolls up you know he's not supposed to be there rusty um because i don't know they're, they're just not part of this uh mission or whatever it was or this test well he decides to hop on and uh you know, it messes things up like kids tend to do in these kind of narratives. And uh, the suit is ejected from the spaceship. You know, the spaceship kind of falls apart and he's ejected. When they come back, he's like, oh, we're going to have to do a rescue mission to get, you know, Big Guy back is what he tells Rusty. Because Rusty's all scared and worried about Big Guy. And when they get back, they notice that the city they're in, it's not the same as it was before. You know, if, if you watch Futurama, you remember those tubes that are, you know, all around the city that you'll kind of just go through, um, you know, you'll, they'll transport you or whatever. And uh, they they have that all around and then they're um, controlled or they're conquered by those weird little little the weird octopus alien things that they've been fighting throughout the whole series. 
so you know they, they they run away they find people who can help them and they go back to the scientist lady who uh helps them a lot with the missions and kind of you know they were doing the test for and they they talk about like oh yeah you know we had big guy or whatnot um but we don't have many more we're trying to find them and she says, oh, we don't, we're not familiar with anybody that sounds, you know, that fits that description. The only one that we remember that's like that is, um, Iron Jack. And he, uh, he was a mechanical golem is what they, re- uh, referred to him as from, uh, the revolutionary war or the uprising, you know, the, uh, the, the colonial rebellion as they call it, cause they're still under British rule. And it turns out that there was a, uh, British soldier who found the suit when it fell out, you know, during the time travel uh, test, when it fell out, he found the suit and he used it to rally and win and oppress the, uh, the uh, colonials, you know, the, the Americans when they were trying to rebel and then it, the suit exploded and, and uh, you know, that's why there's no remnants or evidence of them anymore. So they go back in time, they find um, they kind of, you know, mess with history a bit, like uh, they knock out Paul Revere when he's, you know, warning people. So they have Rusty flying around doing the same thing. And uh, yeah, they're trying to find uh, uh, Iron Jack and they, and they find him. They, you know, fight with him and stuff like that. They get him out of the suit and uh, they have to hit up, end up having to hit up uh Benjamin Franklin to help them fix their, their time travel spaceship. It's just, you know, just funny cartoon stuff. But I remember at the time being like, oh, that's cool. You can, you can tell a story and something that exists and just change it up, you know, like uh, make stuff up, right? Make up a, a fun, different story with historical events. Um, so I, I just thought that was cool. I always thought it was funny. Like, yeah, you know, we know the history, but what if, right? What if, what if it went this way? What if it went that way? How fun would the story be? So, um, and that was something that, uh, again, I, I enjoyed watching that cartoon a lot. Um, it only ran for like a couple of seasons. Um, the name of the episode was, well, I think I already said it, it was, uh, Patriot Games, um, season two, episode 11, but there's a lot of really great episodes. It was a really fun series. It was interesting to find out that it was a comic, especially cause, uh, I mean, I've said it before, I didn't grow up on comic books. So now being, you know, running a comic book shop, really being into them is just, uh, I'm always on the lookout for those books now. Um, and then that, that was something from my past, something recently that, uh, I read, it was, uh, in the last couple of years, it was, uh, a book published by DC, uh, called freedom fighters. Freedom fighters is a super cool, um, series in general, even when, uh, the, this current guy, uh, wasn't writing it because it's always had the, or usually, usually has, uh, uncle Sam as a character. So he's the spirit of 76, the, uh, representation of the uh, american people's uh, belief in the country um belief in america and uh, you know their fighting spirit and uh, it manifests and it was cool as he can turn huge you know really giant and you know just wave the flag represent america help win battles and they always have a you know a slew. it's almost like a weird like justice league Ju- justice society group um that rolls with him and they, they usually just fight the enemies of america or whatnot uh just really 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 cool uh group of characters and uh this recent one that dc put out it was a uh, freedom fighters the subtitle was um or the description of the the type the the story arc was called a uh, rise of a nation, and what drew or had drawn me to it initially was the uh, the cover had propaganda art on it, you know, as a propaganda poster of Uncle Sam, 
and uh, and I love I love propaganda art. Um, probably my two favorite art styles are uh, propaganda um, art and uh, pinup art. So whenever I see stuff like that, it just draws me to it. Sometimes I buy it just because it's a cool cover. And uh, with Freedom Fighters, I was uh, it was a happy surprise. You know, the the first issue is really cool because it kind of basically just shows you what the world's like. Um, it starts off it's still World War II. And in this universe, uh, there is superheroes. Again, you know, you got Uncle Sam. You have uh, you have the Doll Man, who's a guy who can shrink down to the size of a doll, right? You know, so like twelve inches a foot tall, just about. You have the Black Condor, who I believe was Jesse Owens, the guy who ran um, in the Olympics, and he could fly. You also had um, the Human Bomb, you know, who was just exactly what he sounds like. He can, you know, blow stuff up with his body. And was there anybody else? I can't remember if there was anybody else or not. And uh, besides Uncle Sam, so what happens in this universe is the Russians, or not the Russians, the Germans got a hold of Superman. You know, instead of him landing in Kansas, he lands in Germany. So he's raised by Hitler. So it's this evil version of him. He's called the Overman. And they basically, the the Germans, the Nazis, they uh, they make their own, the, they, they're winning in the superhero game or the, the meta human game. Because they have uh, the plastic men with the little, you know, uh, lightning bolt S's. And what they do is they, they're they basically spies. They hide in you everywhere. You know, they, they can be a chair or a telephone or your bed or just anything. A cup in your apartment or your house or wherever it is you're live, uh, living. And they just listen in to make sure everybody's, you know, on the same page. Not against, you know, Hitler or Germany or whatever. So uh, they're just, they're winning everything in um the freedom fighters are on the ropes, but there's still, you know, there's still hope that America's going to come out, you know, victorious from this. Well, what happens is when they're, you know, it's it's a big clandestine meeting, you know, in a basement somewhere where they're like, you know, doing the pledge of allegiance because the um, the American forces are being, you know, hunted down and whatnot. Well, the plastic men find them and then they uh, they capture them all. And what they do is they actually execute them and they broadcast this worldwide to kill the idea that america's gonna win that the the spirit of 76 is you know still alive and uncle sam sees this and you know because the he's surrounded by plastic men and they're trying to fight him and uh he's getting ready to fight him because everybody lost hope in america he disappeared you know he's dead he's in the, in the grave of all these ideas uh because when they <laughs> they executed him is again it's a very brutal comic too because they execute um the human bomb they burned him to death because they couldn't they sh- couldn't shoot him every time they try to shoot him it just wouldn't work so they burned him to death the um black condor they just shot him you know they had him tied up to a post and they just shot him up and then uh doll man they only took one bullet and they shot him in the head and it blew his whole head off because he's the size of a doll and then that's where the first part of the the book ends because the book is like you know half that and the the latter half is um set in quote-unquote our time right you know the the late uh you know around 20 you know the mid the the 20 teens pretty much and uh germany pretty much controls the world and there's these kids playing uh baseball and this giant you know german guy comes up to him he's like no you can't play baseball baseball's an american pastime you know this is a german-led america german-led world or whatever so he's like all right send the kids off to re-education you know because they don't want anybody to believe in america or remember it or anything like that um just so they don't give uncle sam any more spirit so what ends up happening after that is uh they um there's a museum 
where uh, they have all of the uh, the history of how the, the the superior Germans took you know took over the world, and uh, <laughs> they blow it up. They they you know it's a terrorist attack. They blow it up, and they're flipping off you know the Nazis or the Ratsies as they call them in this show or in this uh, comic. Um, and that's that's the first issue, and it, and it's really cool. Again, it, it ramps up. The story gets crazier, but it pretty much goes to like uh, the reason why they're doing all these terrorist attacks is they're trying to get. Uh, Hitler Jr. because it's Hitler's kid who's uh, in charge now to be scared and fear that America's coming back because that's what it takes that that's what kind of the, the fear from the leader of the Germans having fear that America's coming back um, is what revives Uncle Sam so he revives on this immaterial plane where he's literally digging himself out of a grave and he sees you know oh, all my friends are dead too you know Britannia the spirit of Britain uh, I forget it was something super basic like Jeff or Randy or Bill was the uh, the beaver who was or Johnny or whatever Johnny the beaver was the uh, representation of uh, of the Canadians but you know stuff like that and uh, so he's like oh I'll make sure you guys come back if it's the last thing I do and uh, you you see the world again it's an alternate history right so you see the world completely different like uh, the where was it a Detroit you know where they had the auto industry well the Germans they just made that all their industrial area you know all of Detroit and the surrounding states I believe and that's where they have all the slaves they kept you know uh they they because they believe black people were um inferior to them they made them their slave forces and they tagged them like they tagged cows on their ears you know they have these trackers and stuff and uh you know they're 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 not even second class citizens they're slaves like it's just again they're they're just meant to work on on uh making machines for the the german you know war machine german you know uh, uh led world so uh one of them ends up escaping and he becomes the uh the this version of black condor so it actually looks very much like the movie version of a uh, falcon um which again is, is is a cool look so you have a uh, falcon you, ha you find out that the human bomb survived somehow. And then who else did they have? They had uh, Phantom X, I think, was a girl who can kind of teleport through stuff. It's been a, a couple years. I don't remember the exact characters that were in it, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a really cool idea. What was supposed to happen was uh, they're attacking and they're supposed to steal the uh, Plastic Man serum or the Plastic Serum or whatever so they can give it to Uncle Sam so he can turn real big and again, like, be imposing get the spirit of 76 back but uh the black condor ended up having to use it um to fight something or to not die or save someone or whatever um but it was again it was a really cool idea really neat just seeing an alternate history especially with superheroes um the writer for the series is robert venditti if you guys i mean i've said in the podcast before he's one of my favorite writers everything he puts out just high 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 rate of consistently good stories so if you ever see his name on any comic i definitely recommend checking it out um yeah freedom fighters it ended where they can add more if they wanted to um at some point what was it uh hitler's grandkid is um a psychopath he's like hitler so he <laughs> he ends up uh killing his father taking over and then they uh deploy the cyborg overman so you know how there's a cyborg superman um there's uh i guess in a previous story the overman took off you know like he just didn't want to, he, he found out kind of what he was doing was bad took off you know it was kind of done with this world so they made a cyborg cyborg overman so the you know the, the world would still believe that overman was there that you know if at any point they wanted to 
take over anyone or quell any fighting they could. You know, and they fight him off, and he looks so freaking cool. Like, he's just this evil-looking overman, like this just evil cyborg Superman. And uh, that that was part of the uh, the opposition is they're, they're killing him, or they're, they're trying to kill him, trying to stop uh, Hitler's grandkid. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was just a really cool idea. Um, really well written out, um, series. It'd be cool to see more of it, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm happy with what we did get. Um, it was probably DC's best title in, uh, 2019 and nobody really cared. Like it just kind of came and went, um, which is kind of unfortunate because uh, I feel like that happens a lot nowadays where a lot of great series because they're not being pushed. Uh, people just don't check it out i had maybe four or five people on it and that was it when i when i was doing subscriptions for it um and it's unfortunate because you know it's, it's just like anything else any other medium right uh what's best doesn't always sell and what sells isn't always the best um but uh, i definitely always recommend it i have a little shelf over here at my shop where you know there's the roman recommendations and i tell people it's like i you know anything on that shelf is going to be good and anytime i have freedom fighters in stock i always have it on that shelf because it's always a great read and you know what? A lot of people buy it, and they're like, "Yeah, that was good. You know, it was worth picking up." Um, but yeah, if you guys haven't had a chance, definitely recommend checking it out. It's like twenty-five bucks retail. I'm sure you can find it cheaper somewhere, um, and that'll get you twelve issues, which is a pretty good chunk of number or big, pretty big number of issues for twenty-five bucks. Not bad at all. And then uh, I did want to talk about something I'm looking forward to. Since I haven't watched it yet, I don't have a whole lot of information, but it's in line with the alternate history, right? Like. Uh, and it's called the uh, the Man in the High Castle. I guess it's based on some books that I've never read as well. Um, but very similar idea is uh, World War Two related, and uh, in this alternate history story is the Germans. You know, the Axis won the Axis won, and uh, they basically carve up um, the United States, Japan, and Germany does. And uh, I guess there's a they, they dropped a bomb at some point on uh, Washington D.C. I believe, or was it New York? I forget where exactly. I think it was Washington D.C. They drop a nuclear bomb, so they call it the uh, something the dead zone or the you know the the wasteland or something. And then the Rockies are the border. You know, there's a neutral zone between the Japanese owned uh, states and then the uh, German owned ones. And it's the the Rockies is kind of like that border where the, it's a neutral zone between them. Um, but yeah, it sounds like a cool idea because I guess the the person in the High Castle, the man in High Castle, he's he's sending he's sending out these broadcaster of. Uh, footage of the of our history of the um the allies winning the war so they're trying to track this guy down and uh and uh stop that so they you know that you don't people don't get the idea of that they can go back and uh you know and fight them off but uh, i definitely want to watch it it sounds really cool it's on amazon um let me get the information uh, but I guess it's all done already too. It was four seasons. Um, so Amazon Prime Video, uh, 1962 is when the novel came out. This is the same name, The Man in the High Castle. Um, who is, yeah, four seasons, 40 episodes. I'm assuming about 10 per, give or take. Um, and although the, the episodes are maybe about an hour long, give or take 10 minutes. Uh, so not too bad. Um, but I, this, I'll definitely be checking it out, and then in a future episode, I will definitely be talking about it. Man, these flags look cool. They have like uh, the Japanese flag, like Pacific states, and then they have the uh, the flag of Nazi America, which is like the U.S. flag, but it has a swastika on there, which is freaking wild. Um, but no, it, it looks cool. Like it's just it's a really cool idea. 
Um, I'm hoping to uh, to be able to watch it all pretty quickly. And uh, and again, I'd like to within the year make another episode on this. Um, just talking about it. Um, but yeah, this is gonna be a quick one. Uh, again, it's just me by myself. I wanted to put some out real fast. Um, one thing I did want to do though, and uh, I'll be make, be making a post about it as well. But I since we hit a thousand downloads. I kind of want to do something special. You know, I don't have a whole lot of funds to be getting crazy giveaways and stuff. But but I do have. Um, I just did a convention this last weekend in vegas and then there was a very popular comic book artist who does covers you know really gorgeous covers for comic books his name is inyuk lee and he's uh actually a uh korean um artist and he makes it to a lot of shows in america but not a whole lot to where he's easily accessible um like i think this is the first show i've seen him in person actually um but i got a copy um of predator number one with a variant that he did signed at this last show and what i want to do is i want to do a giveaway and i'll be posting instructions for uh on a post on my instagram and probably facebook as well sharing it but uh it'll be pretty simple like pretty straightforward uh i'll do a drawing after maybe a couple weeks by the time the uh, i'll probably announce it on the next episode so in two weeks i'll, I'll do the the drawing but i'll do a random drawing off of uh off the people have following me on uh, my social media pages so i'll do something probably like you got to follow my instagram or the facebook you got to uh share the post uh or comment on it share the post and tag someone or something like that and then we'll do a random drawing again it'll be completely free to the person um i'll pay the shipping and everything uh but that, I, I felt like that'd be a pretty cool gift since i talked about it a few episodes ago um the uh the predator number one issue because uh, it is a really cool uh book uh, it's cool that it's signed. Um, it'll have a certificate of authenticity and everything as well. Um, pretty legit, you know, it'd be pretty legit. Something cool that I kind of want to give out. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any questions about the giveaway that I'm planning or um, or the podcast, any recommendations, any people you want to see come back. I know we've got a lot of guests that haven't been able to make it back for another appearance. Um, let me know uh, if you haven't already. Check out the uh, in-between episodes that I'm going to be doing for uh, a while uh, of quick quotes with Goofy. Um, that's something we're kind of having fun doing right now. And, uh, yeah, thanks a lot. You guys have a good one. Until next time, adios. Bye-bye.